Welcome to the Food Freedom Habit Podcast, where you can find freedom from food crazies using nothing but your own brain. With me, Lydia, the Lifestyle Coach. Would you like permanent food and body peace without tracking one trigger or calorie? Whether you're dealing with overeating, binge eating, bulimia, food obsession, body hate, or the endless diet cycle, we do all this without delving into past trauma, starting yet another food plan, or monitoring every meal. Live a free life aligned with your health and values. If you're ready for something real, you're in the right place. All episodes are 100% free, so please subscribe to and review our podcast. Hi guys, this is Lydia, the Lifestyle Coach, and we are ending eating disorders using nothing but your brain, and that is binge eating, bulimia, overeating, food obsession, emotional eating, stress eating, body hate, all that stuff you can end using nothing but your brain. So we're going to talk about something that I get questions about a lot, and I'm realizing there's a lot of false beliefs out there. <laughs> like I have been hearing, I was just talking to somebody the other day and they're like, oh, well, didn't you end your eating disorder by just like reading a book? I'm like, nope, nope, I did. that is not the true story. Oh, well, didn't you end your eating disorder by fill in the blank, right? So I don't know if lines are getting crossed, but one, I just want to like set the record straight and let you guys know exactly how we discovered how to end binge eating and then let you know what that process was so that you guys can really understand how to be able to be done with this, how we discovered to be, um, how to really end eating disorders all the way. Um, like I was saying, there are a lot of myths out there about how to end eating disorders. There's a whole bunch of information and most of it isn't even about ending an eating disorder and not having it anymore. Most things are about, you know, recovery, which is, all right, well, we'll, have an eating disorder forever, we're going to be broken forever, and we're just going to try to manage it. And even for those who have some better information, like that you can be done with an eating disorder, then there's this myth out there that you can just keep going and keep watching videos and keep getting more and more information, and then something magical is going to click. You're going to have like some, you know, change of thought, change of heart, everything's going to shift, and then you're just going to be done. Just sort of like magical thinking. And I just want to address that right here, you guys. I mean, this is a specific process of how to change your brain long term. This is not something where you're going to have some flash of insight and everything's going to be different. We just don't see that happen. Sometimes we see very quick results when somebody really aligns and practices the principles and shows up for themselves. I mean, we've seen people after 29 years of an eating disorder in a matter of two weeks be done, but it was because they showed up and really did the work of that change. And yes, those are very quick results and we see those sorts of things all the time, but it wasn't you know, the 50th free ebook that they've read through and then all of a sudden everything comes together and there's a pillar of light and they're done. It just doesn't happen that way. And certainly not in a predictable way. We've had people that have had a feeling like that, like, oh my gosh, I read this book and everything was so much better and I, you know, was totally done and I didn't have any disorder. I had no desire to binge. And then two weeks or a year later, it just hits them really hard and their eating disorder is worse than ever. And it's an extremely discouraging thing because they were looking for some magical thing to click, but they had no idea how that happened. And so once they were right back into their eating disorder, it was worse than ever. They felt more like a failure, more out of control than ever. There was no predictable way to crawl out of that hole 
because they had no idea how they got out in the first place and had that temporary relief. So it's not about really ending an eating disorder, but it's about having a predictable way and knowing exactly how you did it so that you have that confidence that one, you're doing something that is a permanent change. And then two, if you ever feel wobbly or if something changes or if you're feeling a little in doubt, it's not like this scary, no, we've got to hold on and you know, hope the magic sticks. It's about, oh, okay, well, I see exactly what's off. And so I just adjust it and you move on. That's it. That is absolutely it. And so we're going to go um, you know, step by step through that. So you guys really know the background and the story behind how we really became the best in the world of what we do in ending eating disorders, not just on the individual level, but we are ending eating disorders on the planet. None of us have to struggle with an eating disorder anymore. We know exactly how to fix it. And now it's just about scaling and being able to have that information to more people. It's like a vaccine. It's like the vaccine works on the individual people, but then enough people get the vaccine. And then it's just not something that we're worried about anymore because we're immune. Like it's done. It's not a problem anymore. So I personally had an eating disorder for many years, um, food obsession, body hate, uh, yo-yo dieting, um, bulimia, binge eating, sort of a whole gamut of things, uh, but it was really destroying my life. And it's not only like what you're doing with the eating disorder and how it wrecks your body, but it's the emotional agony and it's the mental agony of knowing that you know better, knowing that you shouldn't be doing this, knowing this is completely counter to your identity, and then doing it anyway, and then the feelings that come with that, the feelings of failure, and the feelings of shame, and waking up all puffy, and being full of guilt because you're needing to start over again, and needing to make up for it somehow, and it's just really awful. And when I was trying to fix my own eating disorder, there were a lot just like there is now, there's just so, so much information out there, just like a, a wealth of information. And a lot of it is very bad. And a lot of it makes your eating disorder worse. And so I tried all sorts of different approaches. And it was like the harder that I tried, the worse that it got, more that I got dedicated to sticking on my diet, the more that I got, you know, dedicated to eating in a certain way or tracking my triggers or, you know, sorting through all, you know, the, the trauma and in my background or whatever it was, it was like the worse it got, the harder that I tried, which was extremely, extremely frustrating. And so what we found out first, and when I say we, at first it was just me, but now we have a wonderful team. So I'm used to saying we, so forgive me if it's a little muddy that way, but in the early days it was me and in the later days it was we. And so we found out what didn't work, right? It's like, okay, of anyone who should be able to do this, it's me. I can, you know, I'm a self-disciplined person. I can stick to things. I have a lot of willpower. Like I can do things, I can accomplish goals in all sorts of different areas, but when it comes to food, it seems like this and this and this approach makes it even worse. Okay, so we narrowed it down to the approach that really made the most sense, because what I had the whole time, and I'm not exactly sure where this came from, but I'm so grateful that I had this spark that kept leading me down the right path, is that I refused to believe that I was broken forever. I refuse to believe that I somehow accidentally got an eating disorder and now I'm just going to have one for the rest of my life and there's no going back and I'm just going to have to manage this every day and squeak by with this muted existence. I'm like, no, there's some way that I got this eating disorder. There's got to be some way to not have it anymore. I refuse to believe that I'm broken. 
And so as I went along, there were some really good voices out there, right? I mean, there were some wonderful people in like the, you know, body acceptance space that there was a really good message out there, that there is more than one way to think about health and the way that we think about health and society wise is often, you know, times very damaging. There were some really um, great ideas out there about, you know, binge eating just being a habit that we can break and not just a disease and disorder that you always have and will always have. And those things really resonated. But there wasn't anything out there that showed you how to break that habit. Like, this is how you do it step by step. This is how you change it. And I'm very grateful to all the wonderful voices in the world. But there was nobody that really showed how to do that. And so I tried something for myself at first. And what I had been doing as a coach for about a, a decade was I was really an expert at being able to create lifestyle changes, like lifestyle habits, and bridging the gap between the things that we know to do and the things that we're actually doing. And so I had this idea that what if we had a habit-based approach where we treated it like a habit, and there was some, some good school of thought out there about that, and then I applied the principles that I knew about how to break other lifestyle habits, and then we applied those to eating disorders, and found some good success there, found a lot of relief there. And then here was really the turning point, is an eating disorder is more than what you're doing. It's what you're thinking. It's the waking up and the first thought is about food. It's about going to bed and thinking about food. It's about waking up in the night and still thinking about food. It's about not being able to be present with people because there's stuff in the kitchen and you're thinking about that. It's about keeping track of what's on everyone's plates. It's about knowing exactly what's in your cupboard. It's keeping inventory of all of the calories that you've eaten all day long and all the calories that you've burned with working out and you know, hoping that you're gonna be in you know, a net loss by the end of the day. And it's, it's this constant never ending obsession that you might get relief from every once in a while. But an eating disorder is not just the actions, all the thoughts that go along with that. And we have women that come to us now that they haven't acted in the behavior of their eating disorder for a long time. Like they haven't binged, they haven't purged for, you know, five, 10 years, but they still have this mental obsession that is ruining their life. And that's why they come to us. So we backed it up to, okay, we have the behavior and we're going to end that habit and definitely progress, definitely relief. And then I had the idea of what if we went upstream? What if instead of just trying to end the behavior of an eating disorder, what if we broke the habit of thought that leads to an eating disorder? Ah. And so with my decade of coaching and with all the data that we had, we went upstream and really developed the process about ending the habit of thought that led to an eating disorder. And that was permanent change. With those principles in place, because nothing is as sustainable as doing what you want. And when you end the habits of thought that lead you to doing something that you don't wanna do, then you don't have a desire to do that anymore. And when you wake up in the morning and you don't obsess about food, and when you don't have any compulsion, when you have no urges to binge, when those things are gone and you know how to fade them in the instant and break that habit of thought, then your brain can start making new connections and it can be an absolutely permanent change. And that was me. And that was how I ended it for me. And that's not enough because it's more than me that needs freedom. 
now concurrently and you guys might um if you guys haven't seen like sort of my full story you're welcome to go on the youtube channel and you know listen to my story it's a lot more in detail so i won't go into all of it here but at this time being a person with an eating disorder um i was also a weight loss coach i would not have called it at the time i would have called it a health coach but now i know that it was a weight loss coach that i uh was and so, you know, with coaching people all over the world, we had a team of over 400 coaches that I was training. We had uh, over 8,000 clients. And um, to just shorten my personal story, um, when I had my own eating disorder, before I had figured it out, I did what I thought was committing career suicide. And I let everybody know that I was not healthy myself, that I had an eating disorder, that I hadn't figured it out, that um, I just came clean, essentially, instead of trying to be this example of health, because I wasn't at the time. Time. And what happened was we had this huge outpouring of people saying, I'm experiencing the same thing. Like, I don't even know what's wrong. I didn't even call it an eating disorder at the time. Um, at that time, I called it a food addiction because that's how I felt. It was this very compulsive and obsessive and out of control um, experience where I didn't feel like I could keep myself back from it. And I thought about it all the time. Like I searched after food, like a drug addict searches after drugs. And so the understanding at the time, which I know now is false, but that I had a food addiction. And so we just had people coming out of the woodwork saying, I'm experiencing all the same things that you're experiencing. So now it wasn't just me. We had this, you know, whole host of people that were struggling with food as well. And so what we did was we got together um, and we said, okay, anybody who's struggling with this, let's, you know, figure this out. And we created a Facebook group for people to join. And we had 2000 people in a very short amount of time. It was like less than a week in that group. And by this time, I was developing the, the breaking the habits of thought principles that we now use today to be able to be done with this all the way. So, you know, once I was done with my own eating disorder, we had this group of people that was struggling. And so we started doing focus groups and we started figuring out, okay, these are the principles that fixed this permanently for me. So let's see how it works for other people. And we got a lot of data and a lot of evidence of what worked and what didn't work, what worked for everyone, what worked for people specifically, what needed to be adjusted for different kinds of struggles with food. And we started seeing phenomenal results. We started seeing women who, after 45 years of an eating disorder, you know, were coming and, you know, practicing these principles with us and we're done in a matter of, you know, weeks, you know, five, eight weeks, we're completely done. And so we took the broad principles of, okay, there are all of these factors that we think are contributing to this. And we were able to really narrow that down to, okay, here are the core principles. Here are the main elements of what works across the board in most effectively ending an eating disorder and breaking that habit of thought so those urges and desires aren't even there anymore. And then we started pilot programs. So those first pilot programs is we had, you know, hundreds of people at a time, you know, going through and practicing these principles. And then we were finding really important factors there as well. So to give you an example, one thing that we found was that when people showed up and practiced the principles, they were phenomenally successful. We had a woman that over 25 years of an eating disorder and in about three weeks, she was done. And we're talking like, you know, bulimia, binge eating, like more severe stuff. And she was done and she was free and she didn't have the urges anymore. Like she could just move on with her life and be a normal eater. Again, I want to emphasize, this is not just, okay, we're controlling our food and having relief. 
a normal eater as in your hunger and fullness signals are back. As in you're not thinking about food unless like, oh, it's time to eat or like, oh, cool, someone brought cookies. There's no panic or charge about food. It's not managing or in recovery. It's not having an eating disorder anymore. It's being a normal eater. And we were seeing those sorts of results. And then we saw that there were people that just didn't do the work. And the biggest factor wasn't, well, do these principles work for people or not for people? We saw that these principles had amazing results for people, but only if they accessed and did the practice. And so we started looking into data with that. Okay, what's make the, what makes the difference between somebody showing up and doing the work and not? Because if we can just have a greater percentage of people showing up and doing the work, that's one of the biggest factors here. And we absolutely perfected that. We really saw the data and the factors of not only who would do the work and who wouldn't do the work, but for the people who weren't showing up and doing the very things that they needed to to get free, we were able to coach them and put the things in place so that they were doing the practice so that we got the fear out of the way and we got the hesitation out of the way and we got the, the pressure out of the way. And all of, we found the specific things that would hold people back. We knew how to get them to the other side of it. So even people who wouldn't have done the work are now doing the work and lo and behold, they got the amazing results on the other end of it. And so it was really, really fun to see all these things coming together. So then, we had the principles that ended the habit of thought so that you don't have to have an eating disorder anymore. Boom. We've got that. And we had a lot, a lot of data, and that was super solid. Then we had the principles of what would help people to show up and actually do the work, bridge that gap between what you know to do and what you're actually doing. And so people were showing up and they were showing up for themselves and doing the work, which meant that almost 100% of the people that we invited in to, you know, these, these programs and these pilot groups and these, um, the pilot programs is that they were seeing incredible, incredible results. Now, everyone's on a little bit of a different timeline. So it's a predictable way of being free. So I'll give you guys an example. We had a woman come to us where she was gaining 10 pounds a week. So the rapid weight gain had definitely started for her. And in the first week, her weight stabilized by um, eight weeks working with her. She was 90% done with her binge eating, which is awesome. That's really, really effective. But she wasn't 100% done. But here's the thing is because it was a predictable process and she knew the exact principles and exactly what she'd done to be 90% free of her eating disorder, she just continued to practice those things even after we were you know, there and partnering with her and she just finished up the last 10%. So that's the power of having a predictable way in breaking this habit of thought so that you simply don't have an eating disorder anymore. So the next thing that we did is we gathered the data about okay, who could this work for? Like we were really stretching the borders and really seeing who could this work for? Because we knew, you know, with overeating, absolutely. You know, with binge eating, absolutely. You know, with, then we said, okay, like what about like severe bulimia? Like, you know, somebody, you know, binging and purging multiple times a day. What we found out was absolutely yes. The same exact principles with a couple of little caveats absolutely work. We had a woman come to us, she was binging and purging 14 to 15 times a day. And in one week of coaching to her, coaching her, she was down to one time a day. And then she knew exactly how she got to one time a day. In that first week, it wasn't some magic that popped up and, oh, I've had some amazing shift of insight. No, she 
knew predictably exactly the system we were teaching her. She showed up and practiced that because we showed her how to show up for herself as well. And then she just got more and more free. All right, so this works for bulimia, even severe bulimia. Okay, what about length of time? Does it matter how long somebody has been struggling with this? And the data that we found is, okay, so somebody who's been struggling for 40 years, yes, these principles work. Somebody who's new to this, who's been struggling for you know six months with an eating disorder, yep, works for them as well. We had somebody come to us after 60 years. She was in her late 70s. After 60 years of struggling with an eating disorder, Yep, she was done too. And so the data that we found was that the principles that we were teaching helped end like ended eating disorders no matter how long it's been. And here's the, a fun piece about it is it doesn't matter how long it's been. So it's not like if you've been doing this for 40 years, it takes you a lot longer than if you've been doing it for six months. That was not a factor at all. In fact, we've had people in their eating disorder way faster when they've been doing this for 40 plus years than somebody who maybe is a little bit newer to this. Because the number one factor is how much people showed up and really practiced the repetition of what we were teaching them of how to change their brain. So when somebody just shows up and they're like, all right, I'm diving in, I'm gonna make this a game, I'm gonna do the work, like here we go. Those are the people that we see have really, really quick results. And then being able to adjust it for people individually. So it's not just something where it's like, you know, hey, do this. It's these are the principles, and then every individual needs to learn how to practice those for their unique situation and their unique journey. And so that's why the coaching is so important. So we also found the elements of what makes this even more effective because somebody can probably have some relief just you know knowing some of the principles. But when it's partnered with a coach that walks you step by step and exactly how to apply this for you and how to get over every little obstacle along the way, that's when people can see very quick results and very predictable results and permanent results and learn how to coach themselves in this. So one thing that we really focus on with our clients is the skill of self-coaching, of pulling back the curtain and saying, look at what's happening here. Look at what I'm teaching you to do. This is how you duplicate it on your own. And then we get practice to do that so that somebody can come in and they can be able to, all right, not only know how to end their eating disorder, not only have it be a permanent change, but know how they got there and be able to coach themselves in that. Because freedom means independence. Freedom means you can be free on your own once you are able to learn that skill. If you're depending on circumstances being just right or nothing changing or no stress coming up or making sure that your in-laws aren't in the house or making sure that your job isn't stressful or making sure that you know you're not going through a breakup if you are depending on calling another person every single time you make a decision or going to a meeting every single week for the rest of your life or reporting all of your activities to someone else that isn't freedom that's just a new cage and so what we're really committed to is that absolute freedom. And those are the principles that it ended up that when we found exactly how to end eating disorders, they are the principles of freedom where you can be done and you can live the rest of your life and not have an eating disorder and really experience that true freedom. And everything that we do is based off of that. So there is not one part of how we coach people and how we change the world in this and help individuals and groups to be able to be free of their eating disorders. There isn't one part of what we do. 
And that's including our communication, that's including the structure, that's including the timeline. Everything is based off of the data of what truly gets people free. Actual experience. None of this is just a good idea that we really think could work. None of this is just a, hey, I want to help people and so I'm going to make something up and feel good because I'm helping people. It's like, this is the pure data. And yes, we, we love you guys. And yes, we are here to help. But it's got to be more than that. It's got to be based off of the actual results and the actual data. And literally everything that we do is designed on that. So it's really fun. Like when we um, see clients, like see what's going on, right? It's like we pull back the curtain a lot and like say, okay, like look at what's going on here. But it's, it's really awesome because we'll, we'll have clients pop in and be like, oh, I see why you're doing this. Oh my gosh, that's genius. Like even in just the way that we communicate or the way that, oh my gosh, I got this at just the right time. Like all the time we have people say like, I got new content in the program this week and it was the exact thing I needed at the exact right time. And we're like, yep, we've been doing this for a while. We've helped a lot of people. We know just what you need and when we're the best in the world at what we do. And everything is based off of the data of what really gets people free. Now, if you have fear coming up of like, yes, but what about me? And I'm really too broken and you don't understand. I've got food allergies. You don't get it. I am obese. Like I need something else. I have health problems. Like know that there is nothing that is going to shock us. I literally cannot remember the last time that I was shocked by anything that anyone said. Oh, Lydia, I have this thing that you wouldn't believe that nobody else knows, and I'm the only one that does it. I'm the only person in the planet. It's, I don't even know what it's called. It's, you know, I chew up a bunch of food and then I spit it in a bowl and I do that for hours and it's so disgusting and I'm the only one. Okay, yeah, chewing and spitting, awesome. Here's a whole line of women that are now free of that. Nothing is going to surprise us. Nothing is going to shock us. And not everyone that comes to us has a problem that we fix, and that's okay. What we do for people is we give you guys a free breakthrough session and you can come and get the foundation of freedom and exactly what you want and just what you need to do to bridge the gap. And either we're going to help you to do that or we're going to direct you to somebody that can. We've had people come to us and they describe what's happening and, you know, we work through it with them and we get really good clarity and it ends up at the end like, hey, so thank you so much for sharing and, you know, they're so grateful for that experience and it's not a problem that we fix, but we know somebody who's really good at helping them with that issue. And they didn't even know that this wasn't an eating disorder or this wasn't something that, you know, is our specialty, but then we can direct them to really good people who can help them. So either way you win, but the number one thing, and again, once we're coaching somebody and they're in our world, we guys, we can help you guys to navigate all the fears that come up, all the things that get in your way of doing what you need to do. And the only way that we can help you is if you show up for yourself. This is the one time where it's like, all right, it's not like you're a client of ours and we can show up and coach you. It's we are willing to help you guys and help you with a free session, but you've got to be the one. It's 100% on you to show up for yourself. And so I challenge you to do that. If you are tired of struggling with food, if you want to be permanently done with this and not have an eating disorder anymore, then you can pop over to lydialifestyle.com slash session. That's lydialifestyle.com slash session. And you can book a free breakthrough session with us. And we are going to partner with you, get you the foundation of freedom. And we're here to help you in that because we absolutely know what works. 
but it's got to be on an individual basis. And so if you want that change, if you want to have options, there's no have to in any of it. You never have to fix your eating disorder. You never have to end it. No one will ever take that away from you if you don't want it taken away from you. But you don't have to decide how life is going to be without it. But what you can do is you can reach out for help to have some options so you know what's possible for you, so you know what you can do. And that's why we do what we do. And this is Lydia, the Lifestyle Coach, and signing off. Bye, guys. Thanks for tuning in. If you felt a spark here and want to see how these principles can work in your own life, here is your next step. Pop over to LydiaLifestyle.com slash session. That's LydiaLifestyle.com slash session, where you can book a free session with our team. We'll give you a call and together find clarity on three things. One, the exact cycle you keep getting sucked into. Two, what isn't working with your approach. And three, what's missing to close the gap between food prison and food freedom. We have helped free hundreds of women all over the world from their food struggles. These are proven principles that work, no matter how long you've been stuck. This is Lydia, the Lifestyle Coach, signing off. Mwah!